Mrs. King's Chronicles, a podcast for the fans of the show Scarecrow Mrs. King. This is a very special podcast in that we're all gathered in Los Angeles for the 35th anniversary of our favorite show. I'm Jen Peterson, and I'm joined by Alexi Fema, Taya Johnston, and Miranda Thomas. And today, we are discussing all the details of Season 2's Episode 6, Burnettes Are In. After we chat about the guest stars and all the fun episode details, we will be recommending fan fiction and music videos that we think go along with it. So, Brunettes Are In was the sixth episode of Season 2. It aired first on the 12th of November in 1984. And this one actually was intended to be the seventh episode, but was filmed tenth. Somehow it ended up sixth. I don't know. That's so weird. I know, right? The director of this episode was Christian Nebe, and the writers were Mark Listen and Bill They've done others. a lot. That's they they were a writing team, and they've done a lot. We've talked about them many a time. It was that's what I figured. So I yeah. Okay. So um, a few notable guest stars on this episode. Most obviously, Robert Pine, who played Sinclair. But he is probably most well known for playing the sergeant on Chips. And he's the father of Chris Pine. I was going to say, he's most notably <laughs> known for uh, most notably uh, yeah. for well, having uh, helped spawn a beautiful, beautiful creature. <laughs> well, it's funny because they both have a connection to Star Trek. So he was actually a guest star on Star Trek Enterprise, which is the one with Scott Bakula, which I actually watched. And, of course, Chris Pine is on the new Star Trek young series. Kirk. Plays the young Kirk. Right, okay. So, um, he was born in 1941. He's done tons and tons of guest appearances on shows, including with Kate on Charlie's Angels. Mm-hmm. Um, Bullseye. I don't know which one that is. That's the one where they um, go back to, the, they're like in the army. Oh, oh, It's the oh, uh, okay. first season one with uh, yeah, Farrah and, and Jacqueline and Kate. Cool. He also had several appearances on NCIS. He was a commissioner of something. I can't remember what. But he was also in, he did voice acting. He's still... Um, active doing voice acting. He was in Frozen. Um, he's done a couple of other things. I don't know if any of you all know what it is, but there's a new princess on um, Disney Junior. Um, I can't remember her name, but Sophia? he's on. The... No, 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 not Sophia. She's she's the ruler, and she. <sighs> I can't remember what it's called. Is it a cartoon? Yes, it's okay. a cartoon. We when we went to Disney the last time, they unveiled her thing at the castle and I can't remember what her name is but it's super cute it's a musical one okay. um, and then he was on Bones which of course I love Bones so I had to say that mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the second one that I have some information on is the one that played Rolo who was super fun in this episode <laughs> Rollo he, Rollo. He, yeah, was, Rollo he was fun Rollo was pretty fun um, the actor's name is Eugene Butler, um, and he didn't didn't do a whole lot of acting, but he is a theater. Well, he started as a theater actor and a musician, and um, he's released a couple of albums. One is called Outlaw Americana, but he was nominated for some theater awards in the seventies as well. Hmm. And then the last one is the sleepy, unconscious Kale. <laughs> From the fundraiser, she was asleep most of the episode, but um, her name is Sandra Kearns. She's actually, uh, that's actually her stage name. She was born Sandra Borgsmiller, and I'm not going to know if I said that correctly or not, but she, I don't know if anybody other than me watched Charles in Charge. Oh, yeah. But she was the mother in Charles in Charge. 
Oh, I didn't know that she yes. was the mother. Oh, she was the mother funny. in Charles in Charge. Um, she <laughs> she had some other guest stints, but that's the one that I recognized her from the most. So those are the three that I thought were yeah most mm-hmm. notable in the episode. Those were good. The synopsis. In this week's episode, brunettes are in, Amanda finds herself in a whole mess of trouble when she volunteers to help out at a charity event. She unknowingly catches the eye of men who are kidnapping women to sell into white slavery. When Lee finds out what their intent is, well, let's just say chaos ensues. <laughs> That's my line! <laughs> it's it's uh, our line now. Uh, We've all adopted it. I will share it. You will share Thank you so much. So this is one of my favorite episodes, I have to say. I do I, like this one. I think you have it listed as your favorite episode do on I? our website. Oh, then I'm brilliant <laughs> for saying yes. that, because then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, is is one of one. My, it is one of my favorites. It's a, it's very different. I think we talked about this before. It's very mm-hmm. different than yep. the typical Scarecrow Mrs. King episode. So mm-hmm. um, it doesn't open differently than most, because <laughs> what do we have? We have the uh, baddie house that every bad guy uh, seems to uh, own uh, in every, mm-hmm. pretty much every other episode. They use that first and shot twice in the first 15 minutes of this episode. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. And they always do the same limos, too. Yes, yes, yes. And, yeah. <laughs> so it opens with, um, I think they actually use this uh, pool in uh, the third season with uh, Three Little Spies. I believe Wait, is that the one she jumps pool. in the pool? No. Three Little Spies is the one where they go to that singer that rocks. Um, oh, okay. So Amanda comes up to a friend. Obviously, it's a friend uh, named Gail. And Gail's asked Amanda to come help out at this charity event because she thinks Amanda can, can uh, you know, put, uh, really help out. Mm-hmm. And she says she wants to get her introduced to, um, you know, it wants to show her some things that she can uh, help out with. And the first thing they do is they go over to this little fenced in area with these gorgeous little puppies in the script, the original script, which we do have is a final draft dated October 4th of 1984 in the script. It actually has the puppies called out, but they're supposed to be yellow Labrador retrievers. These are obviously not Labrador These are retrievers. black. They're little black puppies, and they're so cute. But that's not the only change that they have that is different than on the script. Um, The bad guy, Mm -hmm. who we will find out later, uh, is Mr. Nyong. And uh, somebody couldn't pronounce the name. They changed the name. Which (laughs) casting. We won't won't say yet Uh, what the bad guy is, so we don't want to give it away. Um, But, yeah, probably for not wanting to be um, racist or something, I would think. Yeah, because we probably have been Asian. Yeah. um, yeah, stuck with that. Or yeah, maybe exactly. they had a they had an actor in mind and the actor couldn't do it, so they had to change. That it could up. be too. Um, or maybe they they got rich or uh, Richard. They got Robert Pine and they decided. Oh, sorry. I, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they, maybe they, they changed got the character for him. Actor, yeah, yeah, to play him. Yeah, probably. So, anyways, I thought it was funny. But on this puppy thing, when they they finish going, which Kate does pick up the puppy and give it a little kiss and she's like oh they're so cute you know she loves dogs <laughs> Kate does um but, and, but when they go up to leave Gail's like uh they're walking and then all of a sudden Kate goes oh because one of the puppies jumps escaped. out and she goes oh uh, I think she says Linda could yes. you get that and then Linda just sits there and she's just going yes, about her business and totally ignores the puppy so this little puppy's just running around we don't know where he even goes mm-hmm. he's lost forever maybe <laughs> She's just the lady just sitting there like moving like shirts and things like that. It's kind of funny. Anyways, then Gail takes uh, Amanda over to introduce the gentleman who owns the house apparently, 
uh, in Mr. charge of the the fundraiser. Right, right. He's the one who's um, heading this. Yeah. And he is. Aren't those little German Shepherd puppies? They look like it. They're really young too. Yeah. Really young. Like really young. Yeah. I I'm not surprised they're German Shepherds. Kate had several German Shepherds. Mm, so she? Yeah. That obviously was one of her uh, uh, breeds that you know she liked. I know they are dark colored. Yeah. They do look like little German Shepherd puppies. But anyways, uh, so Gail introduces Amanda to Mr. Sinclair, who is blind, and uh, he's. The, the charity is for uh, raising and teaching um, dog guide, uh, blind, dogs. guide dogs for the blind, mm-hmm. for young kids and boys and girls that are blind. And um, so then we see these guys uh, in the bushes taking pictures. <laughs> and creepers. Saying, I'll get the blonde, you get the brunette kind of thing. And, and then uh, Amanda and Gail too. walk off. So apparently these guys are planning to kidnap these ladies mm-hmm. which is creepy but amanda lucky for her she gets out uh gets into her car and takes off before uh tweedledee and tweedledum can come and get them so leaving poor defenseless gail who doesn't have agency training <laughs> uh to fend off uh some bad guys so apparently they'd mess with her car it seems mm-hmm. that way but it's funny because the station wagon doesn't start at first either. Like, yeah, Amanda I, tries I to kick that. it twice. Yeah, and eventually it starts, and the guy's like, oh, she's getting away. That's okay. We can still get the blonde. <laughs> We're not going in empty-handed. Yeah, kind of thing. exactly. Yeah. Yep. They gonna get in trouble if they don't bring something home. So this young, slick, uh, blonde-haired guy is like, hey, sounds like you got car trouble. And then she's like, I don't know. It was. I don't like how she's playing this off. Like, I just don't know anything about cars. And, you know, it just kind of mm-hmm. comes off a little... Apparently the director was not a new director and going after the guest stars <laughs> to direct. <laughs> like, like we learned, right? As like the typical, stereotypical women. Yeah. You know, like, yeah don't know anything big. about cars. And, and the I mean, my family, I know more about thing. cars than my husband does, so yeah. not fair. So he tells her, hey, I got a toolbox over in my van. Okay, ladies, let's let's do a PSA right now. <laughs> if anybody ever does this for you, don't listen to them. They're just going to creep come up and knock you over the head with a pipe or something you know or they're going to pour for you from within the van no no vans yeah no vans nothing good comes from vans no except ice cream trucks it's it's really (laughs) but don't be fooled but don't they could be be bad it's really kind of scary though because like i see so many people posting about near abductions right now like all the time. Yeah. Like, this is, well, it's like, so sex trafficking. It's, there's a it's, huge it's happening deal. Right like, now. Don't mean to get serious or anything. No. But, like, PSA. Like, is pretty PSA, serious. be aware. Yep. Do not, yeah. yeah, know who's around you. Exactly. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get all preachy. but No, but it's true, though. No, yeah. Like, know your surroundings. And honestly, the key, if your gut is telling you you're in a In a dangerous situation. Yeah. Listen. Then listen to your gut because yep. you pretty much know you're not being silly. You know? yeah, exactly. Yeah, and if you are, at least you're being silly and live later on. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? So, anyways, yeah, that's our that's our PSA for the, the moment. <laughs> Serious moment. Now back to the fun. Um, so on the script though, just to point out a few things, it's kind of funny when they were in the bushes and mm-hmm. the script. The guys, um, the two men watch Amanda and Gail. These are the men behind the cameras, which they quickly pack up. They are not exactly your, quote, go to tea types. 
<laughs> go to tea together. Which means they're criminals. They're criminals. They're a little rough around the edges, is what you're trying to tell me. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's criminals could enjoy tea. <laughs> we switch to Amanda's house. Shoot back over to Amanda's house, and the boys are bringing down their dirty laundry, <laughs> and they're excited about it. Dirty little thing. Um, what is that little thing? Do you see that little thing? That little doll yeah, hanging? Yeah, she has the weirdest little knickknacks. <laughs> like it's the hanging off of the tennis racket or whatever. I don't. <laughs> it's hanging off of the tennis yeah, racket. Yeah, I see that. It's so funny. So, anyways, Dottie's wondering why she's bringing her laundry to work, and she's <laughs> like, "I don't know, mother. They just said to bring it." She goes, "You're. They want you to do a commercial." She jumps to conclusions, mm-hmm. of course. And, and the boys are absolutely freaking adorable. Yeah, they're like, yeah. They oh, they're they like, are. Are we going to be rich? I want a new basketball. Or baseball? Basketball? No. Now look what you started. Now I want a new bicycle. Yeah, bicycle. <laughs> and she's like, now go out and play. Stay off the side. Stay on the sidewalks. Mm-hmm. So then she heads to work with her laundry, laundry basket. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She's and not a lot of laundry. I would have a lot more than that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Basket? For the whole yeah. With two boys? I know. Are you freaking kidding me? Uh-huh. So, um, Lee is not having this. He does not like this at all. No, exactly. Exactly. So, okay. We get to the agency, mm-hmm. and Billy and Lee are coming out of the elevator. closet elevator. And Billy is, or Lee's giving Billy a hard time saying, you know, that he shouldn't be giving Amanda this assignment. It's for a middle, mid level courier, and Amanda shouldn't be involved. And Billy's like, she can do it. All she has to do is follow directions. And Lee's like, she never followed directions. That's a great line. <laughs> Amanda too. never follows directions. <laughs> and um, so then, then it cuts to Amanda sitting in, in Billy's office with her laundry basket on her. And everybody's kind of huddled around her. And uh, she's like, so all I have to do is go to the laundry mat? <laughs> <laughs> Francine's got a perm, right? Am I wrong? No, it mm-hmm. looks like a perm. I think yeah, she does. it's really pretty, whatever it is. You like it? Like yeah. That. Okay, what about you? Do you like it? Um, I don't know. Kind of going out of the perm look, but in yeah. the 80s, it was definitely the look. Yeah, it was definitely the look. I, I, I'm kind of, a, I have mixed feelings on it, I think. What about you, Miranda? I'm not a fan. Yeah. Not, not a fan. Yeah. But then of... I was not a fan of a per of the perm in the eighties. Yeah, I know. Unless it was, unless it was like super long hair, mm-hmm. and then I then I thought, oh well, sometimes you know it looks cute. Right. But and probably those people were not permed; they were just naturally that. Yeah, curly. like me. <laughs> so yeah, so right. not a big fan of the. Well, I've been like Amanda when her hair part. becomes straight a little bit. I don't know, it's still curly, but a little Way straighter. Little yeah. yeah. Hair right. Hair not so tight. Yeah. Well, we perms. know we don't like the haircut that's coming soon, which is the perm. Let's not perm. talk about that now. <laughs> Let's have positive things. Positive <laughs> um, So they want her to go to the laundromat uh, for a drop uh, where she'll pick up a mic- micro dot. All she has to do is get a sock. She's like, is it dirty or clean? <laughs> Does that anyway. matter? It yes, matter. it matters. Yes, it matters. <laughs> if it's dirty, I need to... <laughs> no, you're not going to wash it. <laughs> it's got a micro dot in it. She's like, oh. And she's like, are you sure this is something I should be doing? It sounds like it could be dangerous. No, it's not dangerous. Oh, really? I mean, when are these people, they're, they're, they're professionals. You would think they would learn that anytime time is involved. They're understaffed <laughs> and underpaid. They're doing the best they can. They work for the government for crying out loud. <laughs> Sorry, on the script, when they were coming off the elevator, Billy said, just a simple career assignment. Billy and Lee are watching Amanda, who is out in the hallway. She has her laundry basket on the floor and is showing several security guards that her laundry is just that, laundry. 
Billy seems yeah. amused. <laughs> Billy seems amused. <laughs> Lee, however, is not. <laughs> Lee says, look at that. It's ridiculous. She's just not ready. Francine passes by, glancing at the monitor. You did tell her to bring her laundry to work. I thought she'd leave it in the car. Sounds like your mistake, not hers, Billy says. <laughs> See, I think that's funny. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's I just, a little it just makes me, Yeah, it. I understand your UG, but yeah. I still, it still made me laugh. It is I mean, funny, obviously, I just giggled out loud. So. Yeah. Well, I'd be mad if I were Amanda. Yeah. Like, they tell me to bring my laundry to work, and then they're yeah. going through it. God forbid she had some underwear in there or something. <laughs> How embarrassing. Or, or hot mama t shirt. <laughs> right, right. But I know you cannot see my laundry. But I do, I do think it's cute because, I mean, obviously, that because in the next scene she's got the laundry basket sitting in the office with Billy mm-hmm. I mean they probably filmed it and it just hit the cutting room floor but that's cute yeah it is mm-hmm. funny even though it's an UG it was funny it was yeah it's just I hate that they're like watching her and like commenting on her what yeah. she's doing you know yeah what I mean? basically they're talking about her behind her back yeah exactly mm-hmm. then we cut to near the docks by some very big boats and there's a new guy now uh, he is looking at pictures of uh, Gail and Amanda, and he's interested in who she is. And this guy, no, what is his um, name? It's I not Kurt. It's not Kurt. Daggett. So Daggett is saying, "Hey, Kurtz is already on it. He he knows where she works. Some I, uh, documentary film company." So uh, he's like, "All right, then go." You know, so they're on their way to get Amanda at the laundromat. Sadly, and then Amanda bumps into a, a, a I guess a a neighbor, a neighbor, or a friend, or friend or yeah. And uh, they're both, you know, doing their laundry. This has to be the nicest laundromat yeah. I've ever seen yeah. in my entire life. So true. <laughs> see, I, I, I've never seen one in a good area. Oh, I swear. See, we we have a really, oh. have a really nice. You one know what's ideas. awesome about laundromat though? Like you can go in like literally fifteen loads. You need to do laundry all, all the washing machines <laughs> one hour or whatever. You're out of there. But see, all- if it's a nice laundromat, you can't. But do I never that. do that. But <laughs> no, that's the thing. Those don't exist. Like. They the do Xanadu of laundromats. You, you just have to come to Kentucky. Okay, we don't have them. <laughs> we, I, I can assure you, I would not be caught dead in a laundromat in my area. Before, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I know there's like some some scary. Some, yeah, not the ones nice I've, I've ever seen, they're not in great areas. They're, all yeah. they're, they're, they exist. They're just like yeah. diamonds in the rough. I guess so. So um, then we're back to the agency. So we keep getting sh- shifted back and forth, but we're back at the agency and. It's just come through. Something um, has gone wrong. Yeah, of course. Chaos has ensued. <laughs> they obviously have found out that Amanda's involved, so now the world is humbling at its feet, you know, at her feet. But um, they're getting information that uh, um, the drop information has changed, that they have to get these uh, three uh, individuals out of Russia. And they have 48 hours to get them out or they're going to be killed. Mm-hmm. And so they're switching the, the contents of the, of the microdot. And it's hot. Now it's, it's hot. hot. Now it's hot. And I love this because Lee gets, you know, very indignant here. Because yeah. he's like, that like, means they could be to onto our drop man. And Amanda's simple little assignment could now get her killed. And he, he gives yes. Billy a Aww. very pointed look. Like, and look at what off. you did. Exactly. Yes, who was right. I hope you're happy now. <laughs> and I told you so. Right. I think I told you so. I love it. The the lady is talking with is is talking with Amanda and she's like, I guess Freddie's gonna be puny like his father. And Amanda's like, Oh, I hope not. And the lady kind of looks at her like <laughs> she did a really good job with that expression. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like 
Yeah. Are you what saying exactly? my husband's beauty? But what she are you talking about here? It's one of those things where you can make fun of your family, but if somebody else makes fun of your family, then you get really upset. <laughs> exactly. You know? Yeah. Amanda's not trying to be mean. She's just distracted. <laughs> are you waiting for someone? Oh, no. I was just trying to see if I left. Oh, I was worried about the parking meter. Yeah, I'm worried about the parking meter. That was funny. So cute. So then this guy, kind of a normal looking guy, walks in and... Uh, uh, Amanda notices him obviously because she's experienced now and uh, she sees him and then she accidentally accidentally drops her laundry basket and the guy helps pick her pick it up. FYI, Taya just did air quotes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, and he tells her it's not safe and he, she goes, so I guess I should do my laundry at home and he said, good idea. I should fold my laundry yeah. at home. So she actually takes the, the sock and puts it in her purse and zips it up. Because she figures, you know, if somebody's looking for a sock with a micro dot, right, right, they're gonna look in a basket. So she comes out of there and she notices there's a guy like following her, and there's more yellow flowers there, uh, and and more there. Mm -hmm. And um, so he starts grabbing at her, and she starts screaming, (laughs) drops her basket, and then she's trying to get her. She's trying to get her um, purse back from him. And then it's perfect. She she actually falls on the ground, but she lands in the laundry basket. They must have done that on purpose so her butt wouldn't hit so the ground. So she didn't hit too hard. Yeah. And then these two other guys that we've seen photographing her uh, start helping her up. Quote, I'm doing the air quotes myself now. Um, they help her. Uh, do a bug. Um, they help her up. And then Lee comes up. Hey! Hey! No! 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 no. Yes, thank you. Right? Yes, I'm fine. Huh? Thank you very much. Thank you so yeah. much. I'm sorry, fine. Sorry, sorry. All right, no problem. I'll take there. it from here. Thank you. Thank you very much. Ow! You're all right. Huh? Yes. I don't know. He was just outside waiting for me. Yeah, well, at least he didn't get them all. <gasps> oh, my gosh. He got the sock. What? In my purse. My God, why? Your man inside said it wasn't safe, so I thought that they would search the laundry for the sock, but they would never search my purse for the sock. Lee, who would put a sock in a purse? That sock happens to represent the lives of three people. Uh, it's a vital code that we have to have, or in 48 hours, three undercover agents will be caught and killed behind the I'm iron I'm sorry! Per- sorry? I'm the one who is sorry! Here. Now, come on. I got my own car. In the script, he does say, my God, why? (laughs) But then um, he said, um, when he, after, after he talks about the, that microdot representing the lives of three Mm -hmm. people, she says, oh no, what do we do now? He goes, we get the purse. You do nothing. You've done enough already. Don't you think? (gasps) Oh, that's so mean. And she was actually thinking ahead, putting it in her purse. He's in a bad mood. Jeez. Yeah. He's in a really, really bad mood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes me sad. And then, so then he, he like, grabs her elbow and guides her to her car, and she yanks it out of his out of his hand and heads toward her, uh, Where her she own car. Her. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she's like, I have my own car. And then he kind of has attitude, and he, like, he's watching her. And then you see him before you see her you see him and he's like what and she walks by past him right to, toward his car and she's like he got my keys <laughs> but the attitude he gives is just awful i love i loved that because like it was like she 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 went what? off in her huff mm-hmm. and then he 
as she as you you know she turns around like you don't see her turn around yeah but his reaction what what and she just brushes it like by a married like, couple it, yeah exactly like. it's, they really yeah did. definitely it was awesome they but were. the other thing i noticed here and then later is that they actually amanda is getting roughed up kate is getting roughed. she gets yeah. grabbed and usually they don't have her being grabbed it's usually some oh somebody know, else double getting a double something. yeah i see what you mean yeah yeah yeah. Well, except when they're all manhandling her. You know, we've True. seen that where they manhandle her and, uh, like, the, the mongoose, remember? Yeah. That was her. So then we, we're back to the, the ship or the boat or the yacht or whatever it is. And the guy with the mustache is like, a purse? That's all you got is a purse? You know, and he's like, well, you know, now it just looks like I'm just a, a, a per, you know, purse snatcher. And, you know, I, I didn't get, you know, I, I was just looking to get her purse. But he is adamant that they get Amanda and not just her purse. You know, he can't sell for purse. You know, he's in it for... We don't sell luggage. We sell women. (laughs) So apparently, though, they are targeting women from charity events because they want cultured women. Yeah. Which I didn't pick up on. I think that was somewhere. Maybe Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, But I didn't realize that's why they were targeting the volunteers of the charity hawk. I mean, come on, give these guys a break. <laughs> well, and then Rollo, who's very creepy, he's got like wisp of hair and stuff and he's like, kind of like smarmy. I don't know, he's just kind of like, I don't know, how do you describe him? Just kind of dorky? Yeah. Greasy? He, like, he's kind of a dorky. Yeah, he's yeah. he kind of, yeah. In, incompetent, obviously. Yeah. Um. Anyways, he's like, why is this one person, you know, one woman so important? You know, there's, we can get, a, you know, it's easy to get a bunch of women like this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you don't understand. He's like, this, the buyer has seen her picture. What about her? And he points to Gail, who's like conked out. He goes, this luscious creature I know, I saw that. is mm-hmm. only a blonde. And he like picks up her head like, <laughs> <laughs> luscious. She will draw a decent dollar. But Mrs. King is a brunette. Duh. <laughs> and brunettes are in. They always, they always seem to get the title of the episode mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. Our client is looking for a cultured woman, like you said, Jen. To add to his collection, someone who can train the others. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I think they called it like cultured prize. Ugh. Why they're going after these charities. He's like, now I'm not a f- flesh peddler. He goes, what's the deal about this, Mrs. King? There's plenty of brunettes. He goes, suburban house- housewives appeal to the buyer's sense of humor. Oh, that's horrible. Mrs. King is worth more than five blondes. Yeah, that's right she is. <laughs> he wants her, not just her purse. He throws her purse at Rollo. All of her. Do you understand? Ooh, that's so gross when you think about the context of it. It's all together just disgusting. Yeah, it is. But it's it's interesting. It's something different. Mm-hmm. So anyways, we get back to Amanda's house, and now she's on the phone finishing up, uh, talking with somebody, and she seems very upset. And uh, she fills in to Dottie, who's who's just been trying to, uh, who's just been canceling Amanda's credit cards. Yeah. Because her purse has been stolen. And... Amanda lets her know that Gail didn't come home the night before last, and so she was going to go and check on her and see what she could help out at the at the charity. And then the boys come down asking if you know they can, if they're okay. rich yet, if they're going to do. Tell me commercial. that Philip is not freaking adorable in this scene. He, you know what? He, he really is. is he adorable. is. He is very adorable. Cute. But he, unfortunately, he's outshined by no, Jamie. I don't know. <laughs> not in this scene. I, don't I think, think so. there's pretty equal cuteness. No, they really. I still have to go with Jamie, but it yes. is pretty equal you cuteness. You're killing me. But he is much closer yes. and yes. cuteness here. Okay. I will. I will agree with okay. you on that Thank one. You. I I will definitely agree with you on that one. 
And you know what's really cute is they're in little matching shirts. Like yes. we are. Oh, yeah. No. The little they got the little raglan shirts on. Yeah, it's, it's really cute. cute. It is cute. I like those. Um, so she's like, either like, can we go outside? And she's like, yeah, just don't talk to strangers. And he goes, <laughs> in the goes, backyard. Yeah. I thought maybe they added that in, but I think that was actually in the script. Yeah, that was a little odd. Yeah. yeah. I think it's funny. It yeah, it cute. is funny, but. And she's like, you're right. There shouldn't be any strangers in the backyard. And if there are, come in here and tell me. <laughs> uh, and then Dottie comes in. And she's like, you won't believe this. And she's like, what? She goes, I got a recording. She goes, I believe it. So she was trying to call her congressman, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and then the boys go out and play with Billy, who apparently can't catch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what about Billy? Is he a stranger? <laughs> He's fine. He's out because he can't catch. Yes. <laughs> I wonder if they mean Billy Melrose. <laughs> no, they say his last name. I just don't remember what it was. I know. I'm kidding. And then we have a new limo going up to the bad guy house that every bad guy owns. And uh, in the script here, when she goes to the bad guy house, uh, to, the, to the charity event, she ends up talking in a script to Mr. Nyong. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, and this conversation happens, which I thought was kind of funny. He comes up and he, he says, you have a special, Young and her are having conversation, and he says, you have a special touch, Mrs. King. You must have some children of your own. She said, yes, Jamie and Philip. And how old? He asked. Eight and ten. <laughs> you must show me pictures sometime. Oh, yes, of course, I'd love to. I could show you. And she stops, and he goes, he laughs. Did you like my joke? Perhaps not. But sometimes it is all right to laugh about it. It chases away the fear of the darkness. I'm like, oh my gosh. Ha, that's ha, so, ha. I don't think that would be very funny. I didn't think that was funny, yeah. No, I don't think that was funny. And I'm sure probably Kate didn't think so either, yeah. most likely. And that's probably why it's not in there. But anyways. Uh, so then in the actual filmed uh, version that we get, he does come up and he supposedly smells her perfume. And Creeper. says the lovely perf that lovely perfume must be Mrs. King, and she's like, Ew, I know, I know, and she's like, oh, have you heard anything about Gail? And he's like, no, and sh- and and uh, he's like, well, I'm sure Mrs. Taylor would really appreciate you know your support and all that, and uh, he goes, just look for me or or any of these people can help you, and he's like, and Mrs. King, the children, thank you, mm-hmm. oh boy, Jeez. putting it on a little thick. And then a handsome guy coming uh, comes up to her with a bunch of flowers. <laughs> and he's like, where would you guy. like these? And she's like, oh, you know. And he's like, Amanda, Amanda I need you to come in. Uh, they think that he might be just a purse snatcher. And uh, so they want her to ID him. <laughs> so she, of course, goes off with him because why wouldn't you? You know, he's in a brown suit, that I'm, a tan suit that I'm not really fond of. About you guys, but, it's all right. Yeah. I don't like beige and tan. Anymore. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. like that so much. It doesn't doesn't do anything for him. You know, I never noticed the freaking tie bar until you started talking. I know, about and now it. it's um, oh, it I see it every time now. Know, but it's gonna disappear soon, and then it's a set. Yeah, then you won't see it anymore. Because <laughs> then it gets in serious eighties. Um, I don't know. Fashion. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. It's fine, but I just like the classic. In the script. They are back at the agency looking through the books, and Amanda says, these books give me the creeps. <laughs> and, and Lee holds up the book. He goes, you could cast a good nightmare with one of yeah, these. I know. That's cute. <laughs> that's pretty good. That and, and Amanda says, they all look so, and trails off, and Lee says, criminal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cute. Yeah, I thought that cast was cute. Cast a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> you could cast but a nightmare. But 
she says, I, I know I really think this is, this is him. This is the one. And he says, how can you tell his mother wouldn't know that face? <laughs> and Amanda says, it's the same sneer. It's definitely him. And Lee looks and says, let's run a computer ID. So that's in the script. Um, but what we get is a little different, but not much. But it's, I thought the other part was funnier. Yeah. It, it is a like little a, be, a good better banter. Shot. Yeah. Those sticking up. Yeah, so she does find Rollo. She actually points out the right guy, and he goes, you're absolutely sure? She's like, I'm not absolutely sure, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he goes, all right, let's run a computer ID. And she's accurate, so. Exactly. So Good then job, Francine's man. helping him uh, pull the report, and she says, petty criminal, likes money, doesn't care how much how he gets it. He's a thug for hire. Yeah, and then Amanda goes, um, I don't suppose there's an address, and Francine gives her this sneer, like, <laughs> this look, like, she goes, no. I do like her hair up kind of like that. Uh, Francine's hair up like that. It's kind of nice. Yeah, that looks good. Mm -hmm. So Amanda has kind of an epiphany a little bit. And she's like, hey, you know, if, if you know, maybe that microdot fell out into the, uh, into the laundry before she put it into her purse. So then they get going. I have to say, though, when they're walking down the hall there, I love Amanda's outfit, that pink blush pink with that. Yeah, that's that's dark. Dark. Really yes, I mean, like cream that color. I love that. Yeah. What would you say? I said you have an outfit really oh. similar to it. Oh, I wish. But well, later she has a similar color, <laughs> you do. but it's like a The coat, white right? jeans with the oh, yeah. blush I guess jacket. So. Yeah. I do love that color on her, though. I think it, look, it always looks nice on her. But it does look really stylish with that little scarf around there and everything. Mm. I like that. So they're they're heading to her house to go search the laundry. The kids are at the movies with um, <laughs> with Dottie. And so they're going to they're, they're gonna do what that. What about your mother and the boys? They're at the movies. Yeah. They're camping. Mm -hmm. They're at the movies today. Mm -hmm. No camping. It would be so great to have a mother to take your kids to the movies and watch them for you while you went out <laughs> right. to charity. And the script, this part of the script does go a little differently. Yeah. So instead of getting, going, right now going and looking at the, for the microdot, they go to a bar yep. to, in search of Rollo. Oh. So they, yeah. he's like, mm -hmm. split up and stay loose. She goes, she nods and says, loose. He goes, if you spot him, just signal. She goes, signal. He goes, don't you, he goes, don't be blatant about it. Blatant. <laughs> he goes, not real talkative, are you? She goes, I just want to do this right. She mutters, uh, musters her courage and moves off into the crowd. Lee heads over to the bar and catches the ear of the bartender. And Lee's like, hey, buddy, ever seen this guy? Name's Rollo. He goes, I don't know you. I don't know that. And, and, the, and then the guy... Um, he pulls out a $5 bill with Lincoln's picture on it. And Lee says, well, you must know Abraham Lincoln. And the bartender says, no, I'm not real good on some names. And Lee pulls out a $20 bill with Andrew Jackson's face on it. He goes, how about Andrew Jackson? He goes, yeah, we're good buddies. <laughs> Takes the money. Your friend Rollo's a regular. He's round. And then Amanda, trying to look over the boisterous crowd, she finds herself in the middle of some serious betting. A man right in front of her with his back turned yells out, who wants to go double or nothing on the Steelers? The man turns around right into Amanda. It's Rollo. And then Rollo to Amanda says, how about you, Mama? And Amanda says, oh, no, I. And then she gasps because she finally recognizes Rollo then. Oh, my God. And, and then yells Lee. So it's it's definitely different than, than what we got. That's huge difference. Yeah, it's a lot different. So the scene at the house is not in that script? It is. It's just a little. It is. Like it is, but it's just later. Yeah, this one's yeah. just missing. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I know why. It's, it's like this hallway part. That, kind of yeah. Yeah. I think that's. Gotcha. Then. And then, then they're back in the 
a house doing the laundry right after that. Okay. So we just get this just kind of gets hit so so they the cutting room floor, obviously they don't catch him then right. So okay, yeah, that's right. kind of weird. That's not not needed. Right, right, right. That's that was a lot different in the script for sure. So then they're walking down the hall in the film version, and he stops and he says. This is dumb. What's dumb? The microdot is not in your laundry. Oh, we don't know that until we look. A gut instinct. You've been doing what I've been doing after a number of years. You develop this kind of intuition. Yeah, it's like mother's intuition or women's intuition. Well, maybe intuition isn't quite the right word. Oh, yes, that's a, that's a good word. What I'm trying to say is, Amanda, I have more experience than you, right? Well, you have more experience in certain areas than I have more experience in other I'm areas. talking about being an agent. Oh. I'm talking about years of training, honing my instincts. Oh. I'm talking about the fact that you're not picking up on what I'm saying what to you. What are you saying to me? You should have never taken that courier assignment. Mr. Melrose asked me to do it. Yes, but if you were listening closely to me, I was asking you not to. You were? Yes. And that is the difference between a pro and a non-pro, being able to pick up on the subtle nuances. Now, my estimation, a courier assignment should have been taken by somebody with a mid-level clearance. So now they're sitting at, at, at her, in her den, and he's, he's sorting through laundry and being very <laughs> rough with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love. I, I love this the is, hot mama yeah, shirt. Yeah, it is funny. Hot mama. Hot. Oh you don't it. really actually wear this, do you? He's so disgusted. <laughs> yes, Philip and Jamie gave it to me. Oh, oh, Philip and Jamie gave it to you, did they? Well. <laughs> and then he wads it up yeah. and throws, throws it. it. So now she's gonna have to fold it again. <laughs> well, hot mama. Seems that three of our best agents are in a great deal of trouble right now because we lost a vital microdot. And the only lead that we have to this vital microdot is with some damn purse snatcher named Rollo. And here I am, sitting in your den, going through your laundry, and feeling very much like an idiot right now. <clears throat> so. So, uh... Oh, I'm very, I'm very sorry, man. I lost my temper again. I seem to be always saying things that, uh... Well, sometimes that's when people are most honest. Yeah, and the dumbest, so... Lee, I think we should stop. Yeah, there's no microphone. No, I don't laundry. mean that. I think we should stop working together. I don't think we should be partners anymore. Oh, ho, 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 ho. We have never been partners. Oh, yes, we have. We've been partners. I don't work with partners, Amanda, and you You're know losing it. your temper again. I am not losing my temper. I know you think temper. that I'm I... really messed up this time. Oh, man. And I know that crazy. you think that I'm right for the agency. Why are we having this discussion? And I just discussion? want you to remember that I didn't ask to join the agency. I mean, you got me into it in the first place. Well, I'm not holding you there, am I? Why are we talking? What are we talking about here? My resignation. I think I should probably give it to Mr. Melrose. Well, you do what you think is best for you, that's all. Well, I will then, I guess I'll... I'll turn in my resignation. Well, fine. It makes good, really well. good story and drama. It does, and, and they yeah. do this really well. Yeah, I mean, it seems very genuine that their their feelings are very um, They're both raw. Hurt. 
they're yeah. very their feelings are like right at the surface and they're very raw and touchy you know mm-hmm. and her eyes i mean her eyes are just so tell yeah, you know they're just wide. so telling then uh she goes what he goes why are we talking what are we even talking about here she said my resignation she's like i think i should probably give it to mr melrose and then he gets his ego in there mm-hmm. and and he's like do what you think is best for you is all, that's all she's like well now she's called his bluff i will i will i will then i guess i'll turn in my resignation and she kind of mm-hmm. gives him like a little shrug like hmm. he goes fine well fine she goes yeah because she's got to have the last one <laughs> <laughs> And she looks so so meek there, just sitting there. And then he heads out her back door, and it looks like it's about to storm. And he, he mumbles, "I don't believe this." It's a really good, really good scene. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's one of my favorite scenes, just because mm-hmm. it's so raw. Yeah, you know? it is. So then she uh, hears something uh, out on the patio, and she goes out there and looks, and because she thinks it's Lee. Yeah, mm-hmm. she thinks he's come back to apologize. Mm-hmm. And then it's looks and just sees yeah. that a, a, a potted plant like tipped over and broke. And she kind of taps her head on the door. Creepy dude at the back window. Rollo. That is not who we want to see. That's yeah. why you always shut your blinds. She's just the <laughs> door. You always shut your blinds. Just like you close the shower curtain, you shut the blinds. Mm-hmm. If the sun's going down, so are the blinds. See that right now the blinds are open and we're podcasting and people across the way are watching us. <laughs> oh, I'm well aware, but here's the She's thing: I'm still floor, so able no to here. see who's looking at me. And <laughs> over there, I was sitting in the corner, so I was not visible. So <laughs> I already scoped it out. We gotta shut the. We gotta shut the yeah, that's funny. So now Lee's uh, in his car in the Corvette, driving, I guess, back to his place, and he's. You know, thinking about what he was saying, and he hits the steering wheel, and he does a a, a U turn, and he heads to uh, uh, heads obviously back to Amanda's because he's you know, I, it's sweet because he he feels bad, and I think he wants to clear things up, which I don't think the old Lee would have done that. I think he would have just season said, one oh, Lee would have just it. kept yeah, going. exactly. But he exactly. had his time to think it over. He got yeah. in the car, he drove a little while, realized, cool down I gotta go back. Right, come exactly. on, I gotta go back. So Amanda's sitting there because she's thinking about you. You can tell she's kind of mulling things over as well. She starts up her dishwasher, turns off the light, and kind of shutting down for the night. And then the lights go out. No! I the know. power went out! <laughs> then she, do then the she sees the back door. She hears the back door jiggling, uh, doorknob jiggling, and then grabs a flashlight and puts it on there. And then her face is like, oh boy. <laughs> So somebody's hand breaks through and then opens the back door and then she goes to the front door and some guy's manhandling her through that. So now she's got three men in her house and they're all trying to get her and she's kicking their ass. Yeah. They're getting <laughs> I love her it. there. And then Lee comes through guns a blazing and and uh, Rollo's fighting him off, and then he knocks Rollo down, and then Lee does a flying squirrel there, <laughs> and he's beating up that guy, and then Amanda grabs the lamp and knocks the crap out yep. of the other guy. I Ooh, love that she didn't that just stand there. Yeah. I know. There is nothing mm-hmm. more infuriating than when a female is in a mm-hmm. situation where the guy is outnumbered, and they just stand 
stand there yep. and watch. Yep. Like, get some gumption, They're woman. Just frozen. Yep. Yes. She like, was about to crack Rollo over the head, even though he's already yes, out yeah. the <laughs> yeah, like, take him out. Lee grabs her, and he's like, it's over. Everything's fine. They're gone. Everything is not fine, sir. It yeah. is not fine at all. I just, I'm so glad that she was not a woman of inaction. She no, was a woman you're of right. action. You're right. But it's yeah, nice. but in the script, she wasn't really a woman of as much a woman of really? action, right? Yeah, Tina yeah, she actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she, I think they changed it. I think they changed it to be for her to be more proactive in the situation. Good. I think so too, because she she sees the guy come through and she goes, "What do you want, to Rollo?" And he said, "Take a guess." Oh, creepy! So creepy. Yeah, she creepy. goes, "If you want money," he said, "Keep your money." She said, "Thank you." <laughs> she, she's so okay, polite. That's, that's so Amanda. Though. <laughs> Kurtz and Daggett come and, and grab her, and uh, lightning flashes and thunder rolls. Amanda turns to Rallo. Sir, if you're kidnapping me, you're making a terrible mistake. You see, I'm really not worth that much money. <laughs> he says, <laughs> you'd be surprised, honey. Ugh. He calls yeah. her honey on top of that. See, Ooh, yeah. Awful. I, I'm not, I like the action better than having all that dialogue. Exactly. Further into the script, Lee turns to Amanda just as her legs give out from under her. Yeah, this is what I don't like. Yeah. Uh, and she starts to collapse. Lee catches her in his arms before she hits the floor. Amanda holds on to him tightly. At first, Lee doesn't know how to react uh, or what exactly to do with his own arms, but feeling her trembling body against his, he slowly puts his arms around her. Oh, let's see. Okay, two things. One, I understand what they're trying to do there. They're trying to make a moment. They're trying to make... And that comes in a minute. Mm -hmm. So they have a little dialogue. I've never been so scared. It's okay now. Everything's okay. Lee, what's going on? I don't know. Thank goodness Mother and the kids weren't here. What did those men want? And then he looks at Rollo and says, I'll find out. And Amanda suddenly realizes how close she is to Lee. He feels her body tense. They separate, both feeling somewhat awkward. Yeah. I mean, I understand what they're doing, but I like the way that it was... I, I do. Like I do as well. Better. I would totally agree with you on that. Yeah, because the lamp wasn't even in there. She wasn't gonna hit anyone. Yeah. I mean, it just makes Amanda tougher. I yeah. Think that, and I also, Kate. and I think, I think they created the same feeling with the two of them holding the lamp at the right, same time. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, and then I, it then it brings it to like when she's later talking to Francine and saying, you know, yeah. she really kicked. But yeah, you know, she, she yeah exactly. By the way, exactly. I I I definitely think they went the right direction mm-hmm. with the script. So getting back to the film version, um, we have her saying, "Who are they?" He's like, "I don't know." She goes, "Why did they come back?" And you could see she's trying to catch her breath. And I didn't like the way our little disagreement uh, ended. She he said, "I drove by, I saw the van in the driveway." She goes, it wasn't a little disagreement. You said that I should quit. <laughs> Resign. He goes, no, you said I should. She goes, you agreed with me. He goes, here we go again. <laughs> then you mean it, don't you? He goes, no, not, no, I didn't mean it, all of it. And she goes, maybe a little. <laughs> she goes, see, you said it again. So said what? I don't even know what I said anymore. <laughs> and then you hear, uh, of course, Dottie and the boys coming home. So she's like, you got to get out of here and get him out of here. So he grabs Rollo and, and t- they take off. She's I like how she's like, you arrest him, huh? <laughs> yes, you bet. I like how she takes the time to settle the lamp back on the night table. I know. On the table. <laughs> and see, and, and t- until, uh, until, uh, until they, sh- you know, show him picking up Rollo, I'm like, I didn't even realize the other two guys ran away. Like, oh, yeah. I Because, like, I mean, obviously they're not on the floor. Otherwise, Lee wouldn't be yeah, able to be get them all out of there fast enough. <laughs> right. <clears throat> So then uh, Dottie and the boys come home and see the front door open. And she's like, Amanda, you got to watch that front door when we have a storm. (laughs) 
And the boys give her uh, big kisses, and she hugs them tightly because I think she's, you know, that's kind of her trying to catch her breath still, you know. And they're on the landing, and then they the lights come on, of course, right at that moment. And the back door's open, and everything is a mess in there. She goes, what happened? She goes, well, you could say that the wind blew in the front door <laughs> and then blew out the back door and blew out the room out. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the the line about the bullwhip too. Like they went to see a movie. Oh yeah, can we get a bullwhip? <laughs> yeah. So you know it was yeah. Indiana Jones. Yeah. No yeah. way. I'm getting a bullwhip. Yeah. <laughs> that was scary though. You could tell she held her. She held on to her mom like really yeah. closely too. You could tell it, it upset her. You know. Yeah. That would be scary. Somebody, three men trying to grab you and you're Not all to home. mention the incident earlier. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's mm-hmm. right. She's got a lot going on. This is number two now. Uh, attempt number two. Okay, so then we have Mr. Mustache Man meeting up with Kurtz and Daggett, and he's like, let's talk. <laughs> he's not happy that, you know, they don't have Amanda yet. Rollo's getting caught has put a crimp in things. He won't say anything, Daggett says. You, you better be right, for all, all your sakes. They're at Emilio's, too, by the way. The price for the king woman has gone up even higher than before. I talked to the buyer this morning. Told him about all your little escapade, about your little escapade last night. Apparently, he's probably turned on a creeper. This is King's spirited performance appeals to him. He feels that will make her an even better addition for his collection. Collection? What do you uh, know about this guy who keeps getting involved? Get rid of any inconveniences. No need to be polite. What they don't know is this is no ordinary housewife. (laughs) He goes, I want Amanda King now. Yuck. Creepers. Now they're back at the agency. Oh, and this is where Lee and Francine are walking down the hall, and he's like, You guys really don't like her hair? I think it's really cute. It reminds me of mine too much. I just like like it it. more natural, and she's a natural. But it looks like it could be naturally curly, even though we know it's not. It looks Mm -hmm. like it could be. Yeah. I I don't know. I I like it. It's okay. I said I have mixed feelings, but it's not terrible. I just prefer to be natural, straight. I like how uh, Lee's like, What'd you think she'd do? And Francine says, faint, sort of a suburban swoon. He goes, hardly. She was great. Even took one out with a lamp. A lamp? I'd never use a lamp. He goes, I know we've got to watch our nails. <laughs> Which is I funny because... I a lot less. The script has her doing a suburban swoon. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. It's like I the complete like opposite yeah. in the actual yeah. episode. Exactly. So he's like, is this a great town or what? I will bet that Rollo will be out by Saturday night. She goes, you know, I'm really going to enjoy doing a number on him. So then they sit and argue about who's going to get to interrogate him. And then they start talking about other cases, other cases from the 80, early 80s. And uh, he's like, you can back me up quite nicely. If you remember Singapore in 81, she goes, oh, I do remember Singapore. You walked in right in the middle of my interrogation and broke the mood. <laughs> it took another 24 hours to break the subject. He was not going to crack the way you were doing it. Well, we'll never know. He goes, I'm keeping track. And then they're sitting and arguing back and forth. She goes, because if you remember Panama in 82, I cracked that sucker in no time. <laughs> so they're arguing back and forth who's yeah. going to get it. And then Billy comes up. <laughs> and and I love how he just stands there and he's like, tell you what we'll flip for. And Billy grabs it and says, what we need here is an executive decision. So he's got them both doing it. I love this. <laughs> he's like, I'm telling you, I do, I do not know anything. She goes, all right, scuzzball, I'm going to ask you one more time. Why were you after Amanda King? He's like, who this are you guys? second attack. He goes, okay, okay, I'll tell you. 
He's so slimy. I wanted to rob her. That's it. I just wanted to rob her. All right. Where did you put her purse? How do I know? I deal with a, a lot of purses. I'm not buying it, Rollo. She goes, she's not buying it, Rollo. <laughs> and then he gives her something. He's so, so nonchalant about it. Like. I love, he, he's like, she's like, all I need is five minutes. He goes, I don't know. I, I can't go. I don't know if I can go to bat for you again. <laughs> she goes, three minutes. All I need is three minutes. Lee, please. He goes, all right, maybe, maybe. Only this time I don't want to have to watch. I mean, <laughs> it was brutal. <laughs> Nasty. What are you going to do, And then he, he kind of like shivers. <laughs> hey, I got my rights. I want a lawyer. She goes, yeah, and I want to be 6'8 with a jump shot. <laughs> Basketball reference. <laughs> He goes, you just sit tight. And then they go out into the hallway. Six eight with a gym shot. I like this combination um, of the three of them out in the hallway talking, the quick banter and stuff. Uh -huh. It's kind of cute. What was interesting is that they had him like tied to the wooden chair in the script, I think. And they're a lot nicer in the actual episode. They don't have him tied to the chair. Yeah, but they're a lot <laughs> nastier too. <laughs> I thought it would be kind of weird to see him tied, but I don't know. They, they never really did anything like that on any of the episodes. Tie him up. Mm -hmm. So they're they're sitting there, and he's like, Billy's like, well, it could be, you know, it's possible. You know, it could be just, you know, a, he really a is snatcher. Just a yeah. And he, he's like, do you believe him? And they both go at the same time, no. <laughs> he's like, all right, we'll take him off the bat. So they have, obviously have a, a mutual plan between the three of them. To trick him. And uh, so now he's walking down the street and, and uh, you know, watching behind him. And, and then Lee's, Lee's following right behind him, though, with his tie bar on. Mm -hmm. I like that tie. Yeah, the tie's nice. It's not bad. I thought this was clever. Like, you think yeah. that he lets him go mm -hmm. so that they can follow him right. to the bad guys. Then you hear gunshots. Yeah. And then all of a sudden. And then, so, like, if, if, you, if you're like me and you've seen nine million of these, you think it's the bad guys trying to kill him because they know that he can spoil right. their secrets. Right. So, like, it's very clever. It, it like, is. this mm -hmm. is, yeah, it's super clever what, how they how they. So they're shooting at him, which Bruce mm -hmm. told the story a couple of different times, but he mm -hmm. told it to us at the Hollywood show. Mm -hmm. And then he told it actually again last night mm -hmm. that when uh, they were shooting this, this particular scene, they had squibs that would... When they shot at them, they would they blow, would they yeah, would they blow would up. Pop. So they would pop out so that it would make things splinter out. And right, that. to make it look yeah, like the like gun shot, extra shot was actually coming at them. Exactly. Uh, and when they set it up, he said it was late on a Friday night. They were, you know, all tired trying to get this done. And they were, when they did the first one, it sprayed and it was... It nearly got really, hit his face. It, it yeah. almost hit him in the face. It didn't, but it, it could have. Mm -hmm. And what happened, and he called, he, he yelled yeah, and he was said, like, cut, stop, cut, cut, you know, this because he just could sense that something was not right. Mm -hmm. And then uh, come to find out, maybe some, he thinks maybe um, when they set it up, maybe somebody nudged it jostled, by mistake. Jostled it, it, yeah. turned it just turned it the wrong mm -hmm. way. And when it went, it would have. Yeah. So if they would have shot more. It would have right. It would have blown up in his face and, and maybe blinded him yeah. or, or the other actor too, mm -hmm. and uh, so that was pretty scary. And that was on the exact night that the guy that was on cover up had um, he, put a he, gun yeah, to he his was head around and playing with, with a, a gun. What he thought was an empty gun, right? And it had a blank in it. Yeah, and then shot him, shot himself in the temple and self inflicted yeah. wound. So that's kind of scary. What could have happened? Mm -hmm. You know, it's very scary. Anyways, getting back to the episode, 
uh, Rollo's getting shot at, and he's hiding there, and then Lee's there to kind of, mm-hmm. quote, unquote, protect him. Right. Uh, and he's, like, panicking, and he's like, he goes, you don't gotta kill me, man. And he's like, what? I'm not the one who's shooting at you, you jerk. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> who is this? Who is then? <laughs> he's like, take a guess. What do you think your buddies would do when they found out you're snitching? He goes, yeah, yeah, you could be right. You protect me. I'll tell you what you want. Just promise me protection right now. He's like, yeah, all right, we'll protect you. Why were you after Amanda King? We weren't going to hurt her or anything, Bob, because we don't ever damage the merchandise. Merchandise? It's the same thing you said in the house. Nothing personal. It's just business, man. Then you were never after Amanda's purse. You weren't going to rob her either. She's nothing but merchandise to you? What were you going to use her for? Huh? What? We're, we're gonna sell her. What? We're gonna sell Amanda? I love when he does yeah, that. Yeah, it's a great reaction. He goes, down, get down. He goes, yeah, I'll get down. Now, in the script, it's not as intense, and I think it's much better this way than it was in, written in the script. Uh, we were gonna sell her. White slavery? Lee throws Rollo back against the crate hard, and that's it. It was like, this one's a lot better. You were going to sell a man. You know, it was yeah. like more intense, like more personal, I think. Right. Don't you think? Grabbing mm-hmm. onto his shirt. and Yeah. yeah. Rather than like, just pushing him around. Yeah. Or saying, you know, white slavery. Like he was yeah. upset it was white slavery. It wasn't. It was yeah. upset. He was yeah. upset that, that it, it was, was Amanda. Amanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they never see white slavery in the no. actual episode. No. Only no. In the, so it must have been like the taboo word. Maybe. Like, yeah. Or maybe, you know, you know what? It could have been done. It could have been that maybe they were worried not everybody would know what white slavery meant. That's true. Uh, it's yeah. possible because yeah. it wasn't mainstream like it is, unfortunately, like it is now. Mm-hmm. They're on a yacht. Don't ask me where because I don't know. Every night they change the dock and change the name. Don't ask me. I don't know. All right, come on. And he lifts them up and he's like, come on, get down, then get down. And then he yells out to Francine. <laughs> she comes around with her gun <laughs> running. <laughs> Their hair flopping all over with their new perm. See, something that bothers me just a little bit yeah. is if Francine was supposed to be shooting at them mm-hmm. in order to mm-hmm. do this, she came from the wrong I side. Know. I know. Yeah, and it, <laughs> like, it's not a huge deal in the grand scheme of things, but one, Francine looks ridiculous running down the alley, <laughs> and two, she was coming from the wrong direction. Right. Like, I understand for the shot they needed to do it that way or whatever, but. Right. Yeah. Maybe she snuck around to the other side. Yeah, I don't know. The, the, She's sneaky like that. <laughs> She's yeah. sneaky like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, so then Lee tells her they weren't after the microdot. They were this after her. I don't like her. Yeah, it's kind of I a... Don't even it, looks find like, it. it looks like a curly blonde football helmet. <laughs> yeah. A little yeah. bit. There's, I said, I That's have just feelings like back I mean, and forth. Just look at things. how unflattering that I screenshot mean, that, is. That face, though. <laughs> like, in general, that that she's though. making. Like, the face that she's making is yeah, not, it's, yeah, it's it's not, not doing anyone any favors. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for Martha Smith to look even the slightest bit unattractive, but boy, she kind of succeeded a little bit here. <laughs> I feel like we should screen capture this yeah. and share it with a posterity. I think it'll come through because it's on on the thing. Right. Oh. So let me. I'll just like okay. <laughs> capture it. Oh gosh. <laughs> okay. Uh, Lee explains that uh, they they're on a yacht, and he goes, "Find that yacht. I'm going. I'm going to find a. Uh, I'm going after Amanda." It's kind of a clever way it's to hide a boat. Nail. Yeah. Change the name and mm-hmm. move in daily. Right. Right. And. Um, now we're back at the charity, uh, home that, uh, that, uh, the bad guy house 
and Amanda's leading a group of women with blindfolds on through a living room. And she's explaining to them that, you know, even walking through a room can be difficult for someone who's blind. And uh, she's like trying to guide them and explain to them how the guide dogs can help these, these, kids, uh, these yeah. kids out. Then we see Sinclair and he takes off those um, big glasses and his eyes look really creepy. And all of a sudden he just takes out his uh, contacts and lo and behold, he can see. Yeah. So he's been faking it the whole time to, uh, you know. Okay, is anybody had, did anybody have hard contacts ever? No. no. I never had contacts uh-uh. or so glasses I, it was until funny now. Because, because I was saying, God, it's so gross how they take those out. Yeah, that's gross. <clears throat> but it's because they were hard contacts. Look, now we just pinch them. Yeah. That's crazy sticking something like that. Yeah, you know, I, know. I, could I don't think do I would it. like that. Did you have to have them? No, yes, I, I never okay. wore contacts because there was no way oh. I was going to stick something yeah. on my eye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't, like, the soft contacts is a completely different mm-hmm. story, but yeah, there's no way I would have ever worn hard contacts. Yeah. <clears throat> now, Lee is at the charity, and he's actually asking around uh, for anyone who has seen uh, Amanda, and no one's, uh, you know... No one's seen her. Like, I feel like the voiceover should be, do you know Amanda King? Have you seen Amanda <laughs> King? Has, has anyone here, does anyone know Amanda King? So, um, then we go back to Amanda inside the house, and she's going to check the hallway to make sure that, you know, they, it's not too difficult for them to navigate. And she goes out, and she's like, oh, Mr. Sinclair. And then she's like, oh. You can see. Mrs. You yeah. can see. <laughs> and he's like, oh, Mrs. King, it's a miracle. <laughs> and then uh, um, Kurtz is there, and he's taking her off and then they're all just standing there and now they're throwing her in the back of a van those i'm telling you vans are not good no. <laughs> only creepers and um, mothers have them <laughs> so lee sees this and of course we get a wonderful flying squirrel because the one other one in her house was just a little one this is a big full-fledged flying squirrel probably one of the best in this in the whole uh, series and, and i have to say <laughs> the stunt man did a fantastic job yes yeah and they are trying to shake him off of there, and he's hanging on. <laughs> and it's really, I mean, you can definitely tell when that, you know, which shots are the stuntman shots, but it looks so good. It's pretty it good. Even. Yeah. It, it's really good. Yeah. It's good There's some stuff. nice handles up there to hold on to. It's very <laughs> convenient. It's good stuff. Definitely. You can tell Amanda's like, oh, like, oh boy, like, what is going on? Well, then they um, come, they're racing, racing, and then they come to a, a gate and they slam on the brakes, and poor Lee goes flying through the, through, through the. Uh, well, fence. and he sort of had an issue because he took his gun out. Yeah, yeah and now he's lost. So now his one hand, you're, you're sort of screwed, dude. He's knocked unconscious. Um, that poor man's probably had so many concussions in his life. <laughs> Lee. And uh, they take him and throw him in the back of the van as well. And then uh, back at the agency, Francine's taking a break from uh, Rollo, and she's trying to give him, you know, give Billy an update. You get anything? She's like, no, not much. And he's like, I'm losing your touch. She's like, you can't get blood from a stone, Billy. <laughs> he's like, it, pretend, it depends how hard you squeeze. You can turn it into a diamond if you squeeze hard enough. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's with Cole. He goes, what's the name of the... She goes, uh, she explains that they got the name of the, you know... The, right, that they changed the name. Yeah. All he knows is a ship or a yacht or a big boat. He goes, mm-hmm. what's the name of the ship? She goes, the last time Rollo saw it, it was called Moonbeam. But the name cha-, She goes, but the name changes all the time. Where was it last docked? At the 89th Street Pier, but it's not there anymore. I already checked. He's like, damn. <laughs> Scarecrow or Amanda called in yet? No, Scarecrow still won't answer his remote. Terrific. Any suggestions? Chasing a boat that changes its location as often as I change my socks. 
we've got something. How often is that? He's like, not funny. She's like, a little levity. <laughs> we've got three lives at stake here, and the clock is ticking. I'm sorry. Three lives, Except and you don't it. know where Lee and Amanda are, so technically it's five, five lives. Yeah. <laughs> so he sends her back to get information from Rollo. And we are... Looking at the Nightwing. Yes. The boat is now named the Nightwing. Night the Nightwing. Well, and actually, it was interesting because in the script, he doesn't fly into the he onto the ground. He flies into the water. Oh, it's really? like they're chasing him down to the bay or whatever, and then oh, he flies wow. into the water, um, which is better padding, I think, than, than <laughs> yeah. wherever he landed. And then they're, like, waiting for him to come up with their guns. <laughs> so... They capture well, him that way. At least he Sorry. wouldn't have gotten a concussion that way. Yeah. <laughs> Water is a lot more forgiving. Than... They need to check mm-hmm. that Stetson for traumatic brain injury. No doubt. Yeah. But then I think he's wet. And nobody wants to be yeah, wet in, a, in yeah. the scenes right. that follow. Yeah. So I think they probably said, forget that. He yeah. can just. That makes it harder. Yeah. Uh, so now it's Pierce and Sinclair. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pierce is telling him, you're a fool. You know, you can't, you can't keep her for yourself. Yeah, you know, right. you got to, you know, give give it uh, give it to the client you know and he's like oh i won't have her for very long you know i don't plan to keep her i don't plan on keeping her long he, he, he sells his toys after he plays yeah so gross <laughs> disgusting <laughs> little man so he's getting mad at pierce saying you know your only job is to broker the deal with the prospective buyers like don't worry about what i'm doing kind of thing he goes but it is it is i who run this little enterprise okay raise your hand if you expected him to get shot the first time Let's go, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, the die. last person that tried to tell me this died. And he shoots him with a dart. Yeah, as a, will you. And he's like, it's fast act- acting poison. And I'm told that the, plan, uh, the pain is minimal. Uh. <laughs> and then he's dead. You think, How you know, know, a dart with poison in it is a much cleaner way to kill someone. You don't have a loud bang. You don't have to use yeah, a silencer. Yeah, exactly. Now, you do have to obtain and store <laughs> deadly poison, poison, which is problematic. And not poke yourself. And, and not, not poke yourself. Not yourself. Probably why they don't do it, but <laughs> I always wonder why they didn't use tranquilizer darts more. <laughs> poison. I mean, it's so convenient. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that Amanda's so polite. She's like, he said you're going to sell me, but that's not true. He goes, oh, it's quite true. <laughs> Very Amanda. <laughs> I know. I'd be like, you're the what? You're the mother. Um, and he's there like, would I be prefer. Tears. There would be lots of tears. I'd be crying. He's like, mm-hmm. I, I give a service for lonely men. She's like, oh, well. Uh, and he touches her skin and she's like, <laughs> creeper. Doesn't she say something? Like, would, like, it, would it help if I, I told you I have two young boys? And he's like, not at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, in the script. For your children. <laughs> In the script, yeah. And then uh, he's like, but first we'll be together. Oh, God. You and I will be together. Ugh. Well, that's something to look forward to, Amanda. <laughs> See, I don't know that if I had two young boys, I would tell people I know. that were selling other people. Because, yeah. yeah, no. So <laughs> Amanda sees her purse on the counter, and uh, he's like, blindfold her and take her to her friend. Yeah, that's smart, because they're not a dynamic duo or anything. <laughs> Well, I thought they just meant Gail. I didn't realize that they meant mm-hmm. Lee as well. Well, I, he knows that Lee's been involved in it, so I mean, I would think I that that's who he meant, but maybe not. I don't like this scene with uh, Francine and Rollo. I think it's gross. He's yeah. so slimy yeah, and gross. everything, and she's like obviously so overtly like it's a, coming it's, on to him. It sort of makes her a little hard, a little more hardcore because like yeah. you see a, you know a different side. Well, yeah, I have a theory about this scene. Cause okay. I thought it was totally out of place, and I didn't like it. 
And I think they didn't do the bar scene mm-hmm. when they go they in. So and, and maybe Francine or Martha was like, hey, Francine needs some more time. Yeah, and they just, so they took that scene out, which was a whole bar scene, like going in and finding Rollo. And is, this not in, is this scene not in the script? This scene is not in the script. Yeah, it's totally what and, it is. And, um, because I was like, that scene is terrible. So that's why I look for it in the script and it's, yeah, it's not there. So mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, I, to- I, I totally get that, you know, that, that does give Francine, like, a little bit different. And they probably, I'm sure, if that's the case, they did this scene in post and added it in. So, yeah. But they'd already gone over that she can interrogate and she had done some. It's just a little too much. I mean, much. the only thing that I thought, too, because I didn't really like it, because before, you know, she was taking the lead and she was kind of the badass threatening him. But Billy's like, we need to try something yeah. else. Like, we have to figure it out. So she's like... All right, I guess I'll use my feminine wiles again. Mm, yeah. So it was kind of like a cop out, but she was—I mean, she was doing whatever she can to try and save the lives of five people. I, I really guess she doesn't get anything out of him at this point, right? right? So well, I think they're trying to demonstrate her skills as an interrogator, I yeah, guess. But it, I, mean, I didn't and, like them. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I didn't think they were persuasive. So gross, and, and mm-hmm. the whole process is kind of gross. Yeah. But I mean, it is part of how they get people to yeah. crack so i guess it is more but would he really believe her i know that's what i mean that but he guys will believe he's, anything yes he is true so true Dork. they they have no yes absolutely <laughs> guys will believe but anything he's yeah. like especially scuzzy guys yes. will believe yep. anything yeah. He's in an interrogation room. What does he doesn't really matter. think that she's attracted to him? Do you think he has enough intelligence to process yeah, so. well. that that she does not find him attractive at all? No. Oh, I'm really hot. Yeah, I, is it I hot don't here? like it. I don't like that. I it, I agree with you. It's very creepy. It, it's awkward. Is what mm-hmm. I, I, I call it awkward. Yeah. But you're right. Guys will want to will believe whatever they want to believe. Guys you know? will believe anything that if they yeah. think they're going to get some. Yeah. Yeah. Because they think about sex every three minutes. So, at least every three minutes. Sometimes more. And then she kisses him. I know. It's so gross. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry she had to do that. Yeah, that's. Thumbs down. Yeah, I agree. It was probably the highlight of this guy's career, let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Martha Smith kissed him. Damn. He's like, I just kissed. What's her name? Babs. Holy hell, my life yeah. is finally, I can die a happy man. So um, now they're bringing Amanda uh, into the boiler room. It looks like a, it looks like a boiler room. I don't know. You should um, probably sang a song about it, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, yeah, Sorry. it's true. Uh, and now Lee's got manacles. Yeah, manacles. Manacles on his wrists. And, uh, and they take Amanda in there and take the blindfold off. And he's like, Amanda. It's no use. And she's like, oh, Lee, are you all right? <laughs> He's like, all right, I'm chained to a pipe. Do I look all right? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. Why is she sorry? Don't Captain, say sorry. Captain Obvious. I know. But then she sees Gail, and, and he's like, come on, we, if we don't get a move on, you're going to be next. She goes, Lee, after all this, af- they were after me all, all the time. They were never after the microdot. He goes, my per-, she said, my purse is upstairs on the desk. You saw it? It's on the desk. I bet the sock is still in it. And then he's, like, pulling on the thing. He's like, she's like, I'm going to get you out of here. He goes, yeah, Amanda, yes, yes, Amanda. Amanda, I have got a plan. She's looking for Look, something. Look, I've worked to... this pipe loose from the joint <laughs> a little bit. 
She's looking for something to pick the locks, and he's just like, pull, pull, pull. I've got an idea, woman. I'm pull, pull. So then they start pulling on it. But in the script, Lee says, Amanda, you can't do anything for any of these women right now. They're all so drugged up, they wouldn't know their own fathers. Oh, so there's more than just Gail originally in the little hold. Right. And if we don't get a move on, they're going to be drugging you next. And then she says, Lee, I don't want to be somebody's slave. And Lee is studying the pipe, trying to figure out a way to get... Get it, get it loose. And Lee says, "Oh, it's not so bad. You get to travel." She said, "Yeah, I saw that. That she was says, good." She says, "Lee, he goes, I'm kidding, Amanda. Sometimes you use humor to ease the tension." Yeah. Goes, well, it didn't work. Yeah. No, I suppose not. Work. And she's like, "We gotta get you out of here." In the script, and so good that they cut that out. So there's another little piece that they cut out. Yeah, you're probably right. They were they were out of they did yeah, out of their scene, 44 yeah. minutes. And they needed they needed another minute and a half. And well, this is a cute scene, but they got lots of drugs. Just drug Lee or shoot him with the dart. Yeah. Why do you have them shackled to a pipe? You don't want to. Hey, drugs cost money. I guess shackles are cheap. <laughs> drugs are like guaranteed. You're down. <laughs> but drugs are expensive. They don't want to waste it on people that's not the merchandise. All right. <laughs> I'm, and it's not as fun. I'm rationalizing. <laughs> it's a plot device. I know. <laughs> if they shot him and poisoned him, then it would well, be Mrs. King. Not I think, what are Mrs. they going to do with him anyway? Are going to sell him in uh, slavery? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, you could. I don't know. He's pretty. I mean, we're not talking about someone that is unfortunate looking. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, there, I'm sure there are females who buy companionship or slaves. Males. Or males that buy other companionship <laughs> slaves. So, you know. That's but true. why wouldn't you leave them on the side of the road or in the water? You don't need them, right? And you just take off with Amanda. He's because he's solid. I thought we just said they what? <laughs> he's marketable. Well, yeah. <laughs> if we're going with that theory. But if you yeah. just hate you clean get away. Maybe just like, we're going for yeah. a bonus. Well, plus he did see him. I think yeah, he, he saw did Sinclair. see him. Yeah. Maybe we're going for a bonus. All right. Drown in the water. So, getting back to the uh, film version, they're dropping their weight on the pipe to try and get it loose. And I love Amanda's twists. Yes. I know. She twists. Because her whole 115 pounds yeah, is really going to make a difference, she's got, right? she's got so much weight she's pulling on that pipe. And the music is perfectly timed to it. Yes. yes. And yeah, they, like, add a little twist to it so that you hear the... And I love how they take spin. this time while they're doing this. Uh, he goes, look, Amanda, what we were talking about before, she said, yeah. He goes, it's a good idea that you, maybe it's a good idea you leave the agency. She goes, oh, no, I don't think so. He goes, look, if you weren't working for the agency, you wouldn't be in a mess like this, which isn't true. Yeah. She said, yeah, but then I wouldn't have you to save me either, then would I? But that's not true. Uh, that guy didn't find her yeah, because Yeah, he didn't of find her because of the agency. agency. He found yeah. her because of the charity work. Right. So then uh, they give it another pull, and just then Daggett comes in, and then they take the pipe and then steam goes blowing into his face which i bet that hurt oh, yeah i'm sure you'd be in the world of hurt. so then they're fighting but now there's a bunch of steam and he's like i was unconscious when they brought me down here i don't know the way she's like it's a step up then a down a few steps forward follow me and then she goes don't there's a step there don't miss it and he hits he his butt misses. he trips now in the script it's a little different there he said i can hardly see anything can you she goes, no, but I think I can get us out of here by feel. By what? Feel. I've been practicing for the blind charity. And he says, Amanda, this is going to be a long, is this going to be a long explanation? She says, I was blindfolded when I was brought down uh, the hallway and I made mental notes how to get back to 
Nyon's cabin. Now, see, that would be kind of cool. Hold on. And he, he says, lead the way. And she hesitates. And he goes, well? She goes, well, well, wait. I have to reverse the notes in my head because we have to go back in the opposite direction. <laughs> so he, he waits and he waits. And then Lee says, are you reversed yet? And she goes, I think so. <laughs> see, that's but cute. Yeah. I thought it was more, in the script, it made more sense because... Um, when the you know, he bursts in there, um, you know, instead of the steam pipe, the guy has a gun and he shoots the gun and shoots the lights the, out. Oh. So it's pitch black. So that's why so it's that's dark. That's why she has to lead him out because because they can't see. When the scene, the earlier scene, when they were at the blind center and she was leading the ladies through the hallway, mm-hmm. she was also blindfolded at that point and she was learning, she was practicing oh. how to be blind as well. Gotcha. And Sinclair like snatched her on the back of the line blindfolded. So. All that sort of tied in a little bit better if you actually made like it dark on the ship and she used her skills to get them out instead of just you know yeah yeah Uh, yeah that totally makes sense I mean what's filmed makes sense pretty much too but yeah I liked I like tying it back in with the blindfolds yeah that's Mm -hmm. that's cool Um, so then uh, they make their way up the stairs and then Amanda grabs her purse. And uh, she she finds the sock in there. Takes What's the, the microdot. Takes uh, Lee finds the microdot in the sock and then hands her the the microdot and says, "Keep it someplace safe." And so she pulls out her locket and then she, she uh, opens it up and she goes, "Close to my heart." He goes, "Yeah, nice touch." <laughs> and then he's trying to find keys to get the uh, manacles off, but uh, then he finds a big old ring and it's like, "That's not gonna." You know, it's not going to... Yeah, be, forget it. We're not yeah, taking the time. It's not worth it. Um, in the script, though, um, it's a little different. It's a little more... A little silly, I think. But uh, Amanda notices a styrofoam life preserver. She flips it frisbee-style, hitting Nyong in the back of the neck. He's stunned just long enough for Lee to jump to his feet. Nyong comes at Lee, who dodges him and flips him over his back. Nyong lands hard on the deck, reaches out, grabs Lee's foot, and takes him down also. Nyong is... Now uh, is up and runs down the side of the ship toward the stern. Lee grabs a coiled rope as he chases after Nyong. He, uh, as Nyong reaches the stern of the yacht, he grabs a stevedore's hook and turns to confront Lee. Lee stops, fashioning a lasso out of the rope. Nyong charges after Lee lassos Nyong, flips the rope over a beam, and pulls Nyong up off his feet so he dangles above the deck <laughs> as Lee ties the rope off. To Nong, Lee says, hang in there. Maybe after a couple hours you'll even get comfortable. <laughs> Man, that was a lot of direction. <laughs> I know. And then Amanda fidgeting with a locket. It's never gonna it's never gotten stuck before. It must be all the moisture in the air. Billy says, Amanda, there isn't much time. And Francine says, I could get it open with a hammer. <laughs> yeah. Don't crush my locket. Yeah, right. Okay. So back to this uh the film version they're looking lee's looking for a radio and uh now they're on the deck of the boat and trying to get you know off the ship or find a radio and then mr axe man comes <laughs> that uh kurt's guy and he's chasing after him with an axe it's like a, it's like one of those bad uh yeah it's yeah horror it's movies. Safety axe. <laughs> and then amanda runs and she's trying to find a radio while lee fights off axe man <laughs> With deck chairs. He, fights, yeah, with off, deck chairs. <laughs> he fights off Axeman with deck chairs. So then she gets on the radio and she calls in to Billy and tells him uh, what the name of the ship is. 
Did and anyone then, else notice that the deck chairs were actually director's chairs? And yeah. like, like somebody, somebody in the prop department screwed up Let's and didn't bring the yeah, deck chairs. I mean, they're all good. They're all the same. Then Amanda finishes off uh, telling the information uh, to Billy, and he writes it down. And uh, she, you know, I'm just, he understands that she doesn't know where they're docked, and he says, "We'll figure that out. We're on our way." So Lee comes in and and asks, you know, did you get it? And and Sinclair comes in with a gun to stop them and then Amanda uses her purse and hits him with the gun hits the gun so that it flips out and then Lee goes after him and does another flying squirrel <laughs> onto the deck below and now they're fighting and Lee's got to be able to take this guy he takes him pretty quick but still mm-hmm. he knocks him out and then he lifts up his hands and he and he shows her the manacles and he goes kind of came in handy and she's like yeah and that wasn't in the script either. He gets the manacles off with the keys in yeah. the cabin. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cute. Yeah. I liked him getting his manacles. Now they're pulling out Gail and probably a bunch of other women in there. But Lee's getting his manacles off and, and Francine and, and Billy are waiting for the locket to be open. And Amanda's like, oh, the moisture in the air must have it, you know, <laughs> uh, won't open. Yeah. They finally back. get it and they run off. So was the, was the micro dot like a key spy tool? Because it seems totally impractical. It's small. People are going to lose it all over the place. I know. But it's also small. But so it's also can, small. So yeah, it's easily hidden. You know. It would be more likely really that you would lose a microdot. Yeah, but it's... Is that a common thing? I should have... I should have in then, spy shows? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. not like in real life. Well, I don't know if they were <laughs> real things. and I'm yeah. sure they were. Yeah. yeah. Um, in, the, in the script, the tag is very different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Lee enters carrying his laundry to find Amanda waiting for him. And Amanda says, you wanted to see me? And Lee says, I've got something for you. And she sees the laundry. She goes, another carrier drop? And uh, Lee hands her an envelope. A, con- a contribution for the charity. It's from the agency. She goes, oh, how sweet. That's That was really nice. Amanda looks at the laundry again uh, and continues. I can really do it this time. Do what? Lee asks. Uh, pointing to the laundry. The drop. It's not what you think. Please, Lee, let me do it. You really want to? Absolutely. Okay. Lee hands her his laundry, continuing, try to get the dirt out of the collars. I need it by tomorrow. She goes, this isn't a drop? He goes, no, it's my laundry. Amanda just smiles. She's stuck. And then they fade out, which I'm very... Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I I don't really care for that ending. I like the one that we got Mm -hmm. better. Um, They have some closure to to their fight. Mm -hmm. He goes, oh, look, Amanda, you know, I'm very proud. And she jumps in. You know, I'm very proud of my job. And I've been doing a lot of thinking. I really don't think it was my fault that that microdot got stolen. He goes, no, no, you're right. She goes, I know I'm right. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And you know um, that thing about, and she goes, yeah, my resignation. He goes, yeah, that part. She goes, yeah. He goes, Amanda, I think, and she's waiting, you ought to give it a, a more thought. I think you're right. Maybe I didn't know what it was that you were really saying. He chuckles. He goes, that was probably it. I guess I really didn't understand what you were saying. So she goes, yeah, the only trouble is I already, and he pulls out a letter and, and opens it and says, I happened to intercept this this morning. And she, he goes, it says, and she goes, I, he goes, I, Amanda Keaton, hereby resign. <laughs> and she's just shaking her head. Very goes, simple to the point. <laughs> she goes, what should we do with it? He goes, well, and he starts folding it up and he goes, uh, he goes, how about the circular file? And then cr- crushes it up. And then he does like a basketball hook shot <laughs> into yeah. the basket. 
and then because they shake he wanted hands. to be 6'8 with the jump shot. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And then they shake hands and kind of laugh about it. And then he says, partner. That's the most important part. So that's part. the first yeah. part that he, that he this called is the first her time. his partner. Yeah. First time, yeah. And they both seem very happy about it. Mm-hmm. Which that is was very cute. nice. I, I do like this. I love this is, again, my favorite, one of my favorites, if not my favorite. But um, I like the. The ride they take you on, you know, it's it is mm-hmm. emotional. Like you were saying earlier in the script, they were trying to have a moment. They got that moment, yeah. I think, in a different way. Yeah, mm-hmm. not in that, you know, oh they're too close together, you know, kind of yeah. thing. It's more the, they naturally came together exactly uh, and, yeah. and bonded more, you know. Yeah. yeah, they were trying to make just a romantic moment instead. The mm-hmm. the episode makes a, a partner moment, you know. Right. They, well, plus they hadn't had anything like this yet. They right. They kind of had this cutesy kind of, mm-hmm. you know, oh, things are good relationship. Right. Yeah. And you're going to disagree. You're going to get into it. So if, if it's Oh, yeah. And real, real drama. Pa- really partners, mm-hmm. right? Um, a couple things um, that we didn't mention, but uh, when uh, in the kitchen scene where she hears something at the on the porch mm-hmm. and goes over there, uh, if you look on the... On the baker's rack, you can see the football that Sandy Newcomb signed. Oh, cool! Yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. I saw the fo- I saw the football, and I was thinking maybe it was just the football that Philip and Jamie were playing with earlier. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I thought it was that lunch he had earlier. Yeah, well. and then this is the first time that we see Lee's new uh, silver Corvette. Oh. Ah, it does change a couple different times making, uh, throughout the show, making but. a U turn on. Sepulveda or wherever he's taking it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, so that was a good one. I re- that's that, that was a good episode. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Today we have a couple of new messages that were in Mrs. Marston's mailbox. The first one is from Nancy P. She says, This first SMK season finale accomplished its mission in a big way. They got us fans extraordinarily revved up for season two. I want to thank our fabulous foursome who gave us an awesome and constantly improving season one. The added bonus of waiting only six weeks before diving into season two makes me so very happy. Driving instructor Howard was tame compared to my dad teaching me to drive. He sat in the front passenger seat, stomping his foot on the floor as though he had brakes. His right hand was on the dash, braced for impact. His left hand kept pushing the cigarette lighter in, taking out another cigarette, lighting it, and a couple puffs later, he put it in the ashtray to join the many other cigarettes already smoldering. Years later, I taught my baby sister to drive. Once she got the hang of it, I parodied our dad teaching me to drive, but not actually lighting the cigarettes. Suddenly, she pulled over to the curb and put it in park because she was laughing so hard she couldn't see. Dottie was way too tough scolding poor Howard, who was nearly comatose versus my dad's style of driving instructor. The second message comes from Chris. Podcasts are great. They let me listen when and where I want, as I did to your last show to catch a mongoose. I agree, seeing Lee dressed undercover as a scruffy guitar-type busker was funny. Hearing somebody ask who he was supposed to be when Amanda called him Bob made me laugh. Then hearing agree it was probably Bob Marley made me laugh out loud I think Amanda was referencing Bob Dylan not Bob Marley <laughs> I know that yes, I just was we know drunk. this is it we are never going to live this down no. <laughs> We all, we actually, I honestly did know it was Bob Dylan, and I was just I so tired too. I was agreeing. Exactly. This and is I what happens have. when I'm tired. So that was our bad. 
innocent slip of the tongue, but thinking of Lee with dreadlocks and a Rasta-type knitted hat on, well, I thought it was hysterical. And it made the people on the bus near me look like they wanted to shift seats, though. As I said, the joys of listening to podcasts, you can play them when and where you want, even buses. Keep making public transport enjoyable, ladies. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Thank you, ladies. We appreciate it. If you, too, would like to have your message read in Mrs. Marston's mailbox, please send us an email at mrskingschronicles at gmail.com or send us a message via Twitter at MKC Podcast or on Facebook at MKC Podcast. Ernie the Camera brings you the video vault for Brunettes Are In. first video is based on the song Apologize by One Republic, and the video is created by Love SNK. Obviously, this song is perfect for this episode, as Lee finds himself getting extra frustrated and taking it out on Amanda. He really does need to apologize, and he finally does at the end, and even calls her his partner. Very sweet. Very good video. The second video is along with a similar theme centered on the episode from Amanda's perspective. And it was put together by Moxie's SNK Vids and is set to the song Realize by Colby Calais. Amanda is asking Lee to realize or appreciate their relationship. All of the scenes in this video are from this episode. So it's a wonderful tribute to Burnett Seren. There's also a bonus video for this episode also put together by Moxie's SNK Vids. It is a silent film version of this episode set to SMK theme music. I thought it was pretty creative and unique, so check it out. It has a bunch of scenes from the episode. It basically runs through the whole thing, a silent film style. These videos can be found on YouTube, and we have provided the links on our website at mkcpodcast.com. Yes, it's that time again. Good old Dottie has found some great stories to recommend based on this week's episode, Brunettes Are In. The first recommendation is written by Tara Ferrergo in 2000, and it's called The Best of the Brunettes. It's a little over 22,000 words, and this author didn't like that there were loose ends to this particular episode, so she wrote a story to fix it. Who was Amanda's buyer? You'll have to read it to find out. Our second recommendation was written by Bohemian Fling in 2007, and this is a short story about 1,500 words on how Amanda might have felt after her fight with Lee and her resignation. As a bonus, we're adding a third recommendation, and it's written by yours truly. Hey, what's the point of having a podcast if you can't recommend your own work when it's applicable? Shameless plug! <laughs> <laughs> I wrote this story in late 2004 based off the movie Family Man, and is it's a little over 26,000 words. It starts with one of my favorite questions. What if? What if you were given a second chance? What if... Lee had told Amanda not to resign and brunettes are in. Once again, you'll have to read it to find out. As always, we hope you check out and enjoy our recommendations. We'll be sure to link them on our website at mkcpodcast.com in the show notes. So thanks everyone for joining us as we uh, joined each other here in LA for the SMK 35th reunion. And join us next time as we discuss... Season 2, Episode 7, Our Man in Tegernsey. If you do want to reach out or join any of our groups where we interact a little bit more, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at MKC Podcast. And you can also check out our website at mkcpodcast.com. Thanks again, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.